Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Happy Monday. Hey, JC. Happy Monday. It's Yolanda. Good morning. How are you, Yolanda? I am well. How are you, Mama? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Enjoy your day, huh? You too. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC, and I am your host for today. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning. Happy Monday, Yvonne. You have a blessed day. Love you. I'm going to work today. Okay. All right. God bless you, sweetheart. You too. Thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. It's Pretty Patrice. Happy Monday. Hey, Pretty Patrice. Happy Monday to you. And Jeff. God bless you all. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else join the call? Good morning. This is Leah. Good morning, you guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, JC. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Monday. Good morning. And Monica. Monica. Happy Monday. I'm sorry. This is Sister Lisa. Happy Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Thank you, sweetie. You do the same. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Can I put in a prayer request? please. I sure can. Go ahead, hon. I'm going to ask everyone to please pray for me and also to pray for um, uh, the Herrera, let me spell her last name for you. Uh, My girlfriend committed suicide last Friday. Um, And I didn't find out until uh, this week uh, I think it was Saturday when I found out um, that she passed away. So um, I'm just asking everybody to definitely um, lift the family up in prayer. Her last name, the family's last name is H-E-R-R-A-N. Oh, H-E-R-R-A-N? Yeah. Aaron? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and um, just to lift uh, Sean, 
uh, Granberry, G-R-A-N-D-B-E-R-R-Y, up in prayer. Sean Granberry, um, he's the he, that was his uh, his girlfriend, and he's the one that found her body. So he's devastated because oh, she shot herself. Okay. Okay. Jeez. Okay, sweetie. Thank you, and we're praying for you as well, sweetie. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Anyone else join? Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Good morning, and happy Monday to you, too. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning, JC. It's Krishanda. Happy Victorious Monday. God bless everyone on the call. Thank you, Krishanda, and you as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is JC. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday and welcome to Declare Victory. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall all rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning. Is there anyone else before we get started? Okay, before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello again. My name is JC, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Care Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the month of December, where our monthly theme is entitled Friendship. Um, Can you please unmute your line? Thank you. Each declare will focus on how friendship plays a vital role in planning, sowing, and reaping God's desires for us within the work we do for Him while building relationships with others. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There's one announcement today. First, please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters, excuse me, for married couples or married hopefuls. You can call in to the same phone number tonight between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. I have a prayer request from Krishanda. She's asking for prayer for the Davis and Warren families. They lost their cousin, Corey Davis. I have a spoken prayer request from Sister Tracy. Please pray for her girlfriend who committed suicide. Pray for the Heron family and her boyfriend, Sean Granberry, that found her body. Definitely listen to you all in prayer. I also have 
our request from Rochelle for traveling mercies for Sister Lisa and her sister Denise and for Sister Rochelle and her group for tomorrow. So we listen to you all in prayer. Order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. Once again, order of the call, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. The scripture for today, Proverbs 18 and 24, a man that hath friends must shew himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructors come off mute. I now pass the call. To the prayer warrior, Yolanda, God bless, and I love you all. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Father God, we come to you right now this morning, God, yet another morning, God, saying hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we know that hallelujah is the highest praise, Lord, and if we can praise you higher, Lord God, we would, because you are worthy 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 of all the praise all the honor and all the glory god we just bless your name this magnificent morning god we come to you as humble as we know how lord god asking that you will look down like you always do lord god and continue to give us your provision and your protection and your mercy and your grace and your guidance and your leadership and your love and your compassion, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, we just thank you, Lord, because you shower blessings down upon us, Lord, even when we are unaware, God. That is how great and how wide and how deep, Lord Jesus, your love is for us. God, thank you, God, for yet another for yet another day, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord God, and before I forget, Lord God, we bring our prayers and petitions before your throne, Lord God, asking, Lord God, that you would hear our prayers, Lord God, asking, Lord God, that you would heed to our prayers, Lord God, asking, Lord God, and knowing that you are always uh, listening, Lord God, always aware Lord God, of our prayers and supplications and our petitions, Lord God, and our yearnings, Lord God, and our desires for our hearts. Lord God, I come to you right now, Lord Jesus, asking for prayers for the Heron family, Lord Jesus. I pray for the spirit of the young woman who evidently, Lord God, I'm assuming, Lord God, was tired, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would just... uh, Comfort her spirit. I pray that her spirit, Lord God, Lord God, that her spirit, Lord Jesus, is with you. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we pray for the pain, Lord God, and the uh, mis- the understanding that I'm sure, the misunderstanding or the non-understanding that I'm sure the family does not have, Lord God. The questions and the hurt, Lord God, the what could I have done differently, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. 
God, you know every hair on our head, Lord God. You know us behind the before, Lord Jesus. You know where we're going, which direction we're going to turn, what we're going to say in every instant of our life. Not every instant every instance of our life, God. Lord Jesus, you know it all. So, God, please, Jesus, I beg of you, Lord God, please, Lord God, uh, I pray that her spirit is with you, God. I pray for her family that she's left behind, Lord Jesus. And also pray for her significant other, Sean Granberry. Lord God, we lift him up right now in the name of Jesus, that you will comfort him in the ways that only you know how, Lord God. Give him peace, Lord God. Comfort him, Lord God. Give him acceptance, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Help him to uh, draw upon your strength, Lord God, when he has none, Lord God. No understanding. Uh, Help him to answer the questions why, Lord God. And, And, Lord God, when he can't find an answer, just help him to rest in your bosom, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I pray right now for the Davis family. They've lost their son, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God, I pray that you give them the same peace, the same comfort, Lord God, the same warmth, Lord God. I pray for them, Lord God, in this time, Lord Jesus. I pray for Rochelle and um, those who are going on travel, Lord God. I pray that you give them travel mercies, Lord God, uh, that you will be with them behind and before that you will have no travesty or anything uh, come their way, Lord God, as well as those that are traveling with them, Lord. And I also pray for Rochelle's group on tomorrow, Lord God, that it would be everything that you would have it to be, Lord God. Blessed, Lord Jesus, and blessed indeed. Hallelujah. God, we know that your Bible, that your word, Lord God, that this thing that we live by, Lord God, that this document, this testament, Lord Jesus, of your grace and your mercy and your power and your strength and what happened before we became, Lord God, and what's going to happen in the by and by, Lord God. We know and we believe that is true, Lord God. We know that your Bible is facts, Lord God, and we know that facts cannot be argued with. Um, we know that your words, every word in that Bible, Lord God, is true, and we can be certain that you care about us, Lord God. We also know that you love us more than your own life, Lord God, because you died for us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You have good plans for us, and you will never, ever, ever leave us. Lord God, we're confident that when we delight in you, when we think of you and trust you completely, Lord God, that you will give us the desires of our hearts, Lord God, help us to trust you in your timing, Lord. Just because we don't see the answers to our prayers right now, right now does not mean the answers are not coming. Hallelujah. And just because things aren't going well for us, Lord, doesn't mean you don't care, Lord God. We know you care. We know you love us. and We know you are bringing things together in our lives for a good purpose, Lord God. So, God, grant us the courage to rest in the unknown. Lord, help us to trust. Give us the courage to trust in your undisclosed will and the strength to obey when nothing seems clear, though it seems backwards to the world, Lord God. You, we thank you, and we know that you know, only you know the future because uh, we're not knowing, Lord God, but we rely upon you. So, Father, help us call on you 
um, and not to revert to any destructive or manipulative tendencies, Lord God, in the way. We know that you have control over the visible and the invisible to help us remain steadfast in the knowledge of your presence, your grace, your righteousness, and your omnipotence. We bless your name, God. We thank you for yet another day, Jesus. We thank you, God. Help us to think about you, Lord God, all through the day, Lord God. Help us to pause and recognize that you are the great, great God. Hallelujah. You are our El Shaddai. Hallelujah. You are our Alpha and Omega, Lord God. You are our source, God. You are our strength, Lord God. Your word says we need to lean upon you, Lord God. We ask for renewal, Lord Jesus, and restoration, Lord God. Lord God, we ask for the ability, uh, the stamina, Lord God, to keep running this race, Lord God, until you say otherwise, Lord Jesus. So as we take our phones off of mute, Lord Jesus, we bless your name. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
Dion, if you're talking, we can't hear you. For one second, um, Jason. Oh, Yolanda. Give her one second, family. She's uh, on another time zone, so hold on one second. Dion, if you're um, talking, we can't hear you, sweetheart. She's not speaking yet. Can you hear me? I can hear you. (laughs) I'm texting her. Um, Give her one second. Um, JC, if you can... Just read a scripture while um try to reach her a different kind of way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. No or Yolanda. Oh, Yolanda. Yolanda? <laughs> yeah, Yolanda's going to go ahead and pray. Thank you. Thank you, Yolanda. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read. Huh. I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, Jeremiah 29 and 11, this is the scripture, and then there's a passage in my devotion that follows it. It says that his plans are perfect. And it says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and the future. Then it says, I can't grasp how you make plans for all of us, Lord, but your word says it. So I believe it. It reminds me how special 
each one of us is to you. We're all vital in the great scheme of this universe. If you didn't care about us so much, you wouldn't design our lives to give us hope and a future. Things didn't happen by chance. You arrange where we have, um, where we live, which people touch our lives. Okay, I got that. And what we will accomplish. If we fail, you don't give up. You merely rearrange events to bring us to the place where we need to be. I long to fit purpose perfectly in your life. And I'm sorry. I long to fit perfectly into your purpose for my life, to please you by doing precisely what you tell me. Give me ears to hear your voice and a heart to obey it as soon as I know what I'm to do. I trust you totally, Heavenly Father, knowing you see the entire scope of eternity. You know how to weave all of our experiences and the events of our lives together to make each of us exactly the people we are to become. We can only see our our past and present. You are preparing a glorious future better than our most exquisite imagination in Jesus' name. I'm going to turn the call over to Natasha. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Yolanda. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, apologies for the confusion this morning, a little bit mix up there. But I am grateful to be before you this morning to talk about friendship. And I will not be long with you, but um, I am honored to have a chance to share with God's people. So thank you, um, JC, for uh, greeting and hosting, and Delandra for your beautiful prayers always. I appreciate you. Um, and so let me just say, uh, God, I thank you just for this day and just another opportunity, Lord, uh, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing. God, I thank you. Um, so I just wanted to talk, touch a little bit about this wonderful topic that we have before us on friendship. And our brother Phil opened up on Friday and um, shared with us about the most important relationship we have and our friendship is the friendship that we have with God and it being eternal. Um, And he also talked about the fact that we can always grow in any any area and aspect of our lives. And that made me start to think about um, being intentional, being intentional about how we grow and and how we grow in our friendships. And I often think about, and I love the analogy of the garden and how so much of uh, what we we learn and we hear in, in scripture and teaching is analogous to the processes that we see happen in the garden. And I, I think about how um, you can have a cultivated space or you can have a wild space. You can be intentional about what you grow and the, the nutrients that you give um, plants and what you surround it with um, and care for it, or you can and let it be wild. And, and uh, there's a difference <laughs> in, in the fruit that you will get based on um, the time and the energy that you put into cultivating that. And, and that holds true with our, our relationships as well. So as I thought about um, this rich topic of friendship, 
and what friendship is and looking at the definition, we're given a definition that says that um, friendship is a state of mutual trust and support, a close relationship that is based on mutual trust, support, care, and understanding, involving shared experiences, empathy, and genuine bonds that foster companionship and emotional connection. And for anyone who has studied um, scripture, just listening to the, the, the teachings that we are blessed to have on this line, we know that just in that definition alone is a lot of what God is teaching us and calling us to do uh, and to be. Um, the scripture that I want to start out with is in the New Testament of the Bible, and it comes from the Gospel of Matthew, and it's one that um, we all know well. Um, when Jesus asked about the greatest commandment in Matthew 22:37-39, and this is from the NIV version, Jesus responds, uh, Lo "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it." Love your neighbor as yourself. And what's beautiful about um, this statement is that it encapsulates a core ethical and spiritual teaching of our faith with an emphasis on love. First, love and devotion to God with your entire being. And then second, extending that love to one's fellow human being and treating them with the same care and consideration that one has for oneself. Um, we've often heard these two commandments referred to as the greatest commandment. And we're talking about friendship, right? But the reason I, I, I look to that scripture is because it made me really think about um, friendship as a path to loving others, right? And, and the role that friendship plays in loving others and learning how to love well um, and just the idea of relationships. And as I, you know, we can't help but think about so much of the tragedy that's going on in the world today, um, I think about the need for having just healthier relationships. And so I wanted to just share a little bit about um, the importance of loving others well and um, how friendship and love overlap in the intersection between them and that the just the idea that we have a duty to be better friends um, and in being better friends it creates a fertile ground to cultivate love and empathy right so to hold true to the great commandment of being in relationship with God and loving our neighbors as ourselves then uh, if we focus on friendship and we look at ways that we can be better friends and what does it mean to be a good friend, um, then in essence, we also begin to understand what love is about and, and what that looks like. The dynamics of understanding, support, and shared experience with friendships help to develop compassionate individuals that are more likely to extend love and empathy to others um, in their broader social circles and communities, right? 
our friendships that help to foster love and compassion and understanding. Um, and these are important in having a supportive and enriching dynamic um, in a relationship, right? Our friendships give us a platform for uh, people to practice and experience these various virtues and create positive impact, not just on the individuals they love that are close to them, but also the the broader social fabric of the world that we live in. Um, friendship is important in helping to nurture love and empathy, right? Um, it's a very intimate relationship. It's supportive in nature. It creates a space for people to authentically connect, to understand one another and care for each other on a deeply and personal level. And so that becomes important because it allows us to, gives us the space to be the people that God is calling us to be, right? So as we focus on um, being a better friend and friendship, and we learn how to love better, it also helps us to walk more authentically as God is calling us to walk. Um, and qualities of a good friend, they're closely aligned with the attributes that are needed to love people unconditionally. I couldn't help but think about it as I was as I was studying and looking at the intersection between um, love and, and friendship, how there are so many qualities um, of the way God loves us, right? So once again, it's that, that mirroring of being more like God and learning as we are in relationship with God, what that looks like in the way that God treats us and then reflecting that back and how we, we treat others. Um, loving people unconditionally and being a good friend involves a deep understanding um, as we know that God understands us better than we understand ourselves, it involves acceptance um, and being non-judgmental, being supportive of people, fostering connections and meaningful relationships. And we know that um, Scripture speaks very highly of friendship, with an emphasis on loyalty, um, support, companionship. In Proverbs 17 and 17, it says. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. It also talks to us about, Scripture also talks to us about the importance of choosing our friends wisely in Proverbs 13 and 20, and the value of mutual encouragement and support in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10. Um, so we know that we're taught that the qualities of being a good friend include loyalty and things like trustworthiness honesty, empathy, good communication. There's so many areas that we can look at when we think about how to be intentional about being a better friend, to be more, to be more loving, um, learning, whether it's learning how to, uh, the ability to listen actively to people or to, to understand without um, passing judgment. Um, there are many points of reference where we can start when we go on the journey to be intentional about our growth and be intentional about how we can be better friends. Um, when we think about friendships in the Bible, probably one of the most um, referenced um, 
relationships or a very popular one, of course, to say would be the friendship between David and Jonathan in the Old Testament, um, which was a wonderful illustration of um, loyalty in the way that Jonathan, Jonathan protected David and remained faithful to him despite his father's opposition. Um, and let me back up for a minute. I should probably say I'm, I'm going to um, not go deep on one particular area, but give you some reference points for people who, as we're going into the month, I know there will be seasoned um, Bible scholars who will come and dissect, dissect the word. And what I wanted to do was just share some broad concepts about um, friendship. And so if you don't have something to write with, I'm going to give you a number of scriptures that you can reference and in your own time go back um, to study and dig a little bit deeper um, in these areas as you're in your prayer time and devotional time to see what God is saying to you about any of these. So um, I referenced Proverbs 17 and 17, um, 13 and 20, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, um, and um, in 1 Samuel 18 and 20, we hear about the friendship of David and Jonathan is where I was referencing right there. Um, and when we think about, so that talks to us about loyalty, um, another aspect of friendship touches on honesty, right? Um, and Proverbs 27 and 6 tells us that wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy, which talks to us about the importance of being truthful, even though sometimes um, it's difficult, right? And that's something that we have to learn how to do it in a way that is um, uplifting because, you know, it's not always easy to hear. Um, information that may be critical, for, for lack of another way to say it, but that is helpful, right? And so there there comes a skill with that that you learn um, through your process and your journey about how in being a better friend, you can be honest with your friends, even when um, it, it may not be something they want to hear, but to do it in a way that is loving and is kind and is um, compassionate and caring. Um, which leads me to um, the importance of having good communication. And we, we hear about that in Proverbs 18 and 21 that talks about the power of life and death and emphasizing the importance of careful, positive communication and friendship. And so it's good when we think about being intentional in our growth um, and doing our mirror ministry and reflecting on ourselves, right? Because things started at home. How are we reflected in the love that God shares with us in our relationship with God to others. What does that look like? What does that look like and how we communicate? And so I think it's always good to um, take inventory of, of, of where we are in our relationships with, um, first and foremost, of course, with God, but as we look at our relationships with other people and how those relationships impact um, our relationships and our, how that impacts our, our communities, and that, that's important. Um, empathy is another area that is really crucial for us to be able to um, embrace and grow in. And Romans 12 and 15 encourages believers to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep, to promote understanding so that we can um, not just sympathize, but to 
empathize with people and have an understanding of other people's joys as well as um, their pain and being supportive, um, which is also speaks to reliability, right? Um, when you are a good friend, you are reliable. Good friends are reliable. And it doesn't mean that, you know, there are times when we fall short. Of course, we all do, right? That, go, that goes without saying. But as a whole, um, these are things that we look at to see kind of are we consistent in these areas? And if not, you know, what are some things that we can do to improve, right? Um, Proverbs 25 and 19 compares an unreliable friend to a broken tooth or foot out of joint. Ouch. <laughs> Highlighting the discomfort and inconvenience that is caused by unreliability. Like you, you, somebody wants to be thought of in, in, in that manner. A broken tooth or foot out of joint, that, that, that hurts. Um, so no, we definitely don't want that. We want to be um, reliable. We want to be good communicators, empathetic, honest people, loyal people. You know, these are attributes surely um, that have been reflected in Jesus' walk, right? And, and how Jesus loved uh, his disciples and how Jesus treated other people. And obviously, you know, one of our goals is to be um, mindful of being a model and being more like Jesus and how he showed love. Because as we cultivate a culture of love um, through friendship, um, it helps us to foster an environment where love is actively practiced. I love I love the hearing someone um say or describe that, you know, love is, is not just a noun, but it's a verb, it's an action, it's it's what we do, it's the things we practice, it's the way we value others, it's the reciprocation of the values of um love and empathy and communication, all of that, how we reciprocate that. Love is active, right? Um, and I think that, I, I think I know that we have a duty and a responsibility um, as as believers to walk this thing out, to not just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of the word. So again, as we think about um, what the importance of friendship and how that intersects with love and how being a better friend helps us to love others and gives us a pathway to loving better, um, it makes sense that we take the time to reflect on how we can grow and be intentional about being better friends and what that looks like. Um, and so when we think about what does it look like to promote a culture of love through friendship, um, we think about um, unconditional love. So I talked a little bit about that already, but, you know, unwavering support for others um, and as God loves us, not putting conditions on that love, loving us as we show up in our authentic self. Um, you know, the, the trustworthiness part and reliability, you know, a, a good friend being trustworthy and reliable is important um, because it helps us to have a foundation of where we know that we can count on you, you can be counted on. Um, despite the imperfections that one might have, 
you know, that's, that's, that you can, we all know when you have that friend that you can just, you can show up with, um, as you are. <laughs> you don't have to put on any airs or anything. You can just be who you are. Um, whether that is in your good times or even in the times that are, that are not, not so good. And that having that unconditional, um, love is, is crucial to our just being able to develop and grow in the people that we are called to be. Um, you know, the loyalty aspect of friendship is so important because having somebody who stands by you through thick and thin, like we know that um, God has promised that God would never leave us or forsake us. And so, you know, when we think about, well, what does that look like in the relationships that I have with other people? You know, well, it looks like being a good friend. It looks like, you know, you don't just go when, when times get tough. You're not just showing up when everything is all good, but you're there for your your friends and your relationships when they need you, when things are not so good. Again, that unconditional part of it. Um, being able to communicate open and honestly is important when we talk about cultivating and, and, and promoting a culture of love um, through friendship. Um, that communication piece is crucial because you want to be able to, um, particularly in your close relationships, share the most vulnerable aspects of who you are, right? Um, and once again, having being able to to love unconditionally um, allows people the space to be uh, vulnerable, that they know that you're not going to judge them. Um, you know, that they have a good friend that can be open and honest and communicating and, and fostering that environment of trust and understanding. Um, a really big one that I haven't talked about yet is forgiveness. Right? We know that forgiveness is crucial to healthy relationships and, and healthy development um, just for no one else but yourself, right? Um, good friends forgive and move past conflict. We don't hold on to things. We forget those things that are um we forgive those things that are that are in 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 the past as as God has forgiven us. Right? Um and that's a important part of loving unconditionally because we're flawed. As as humans it's just the reality of the fact, right? And so nobody's perfect and we, we make mistakes and sometimes we do things that impact people. I, I love the the idea, the concept that intent and impact are two different things, right? Just because I don't intend to hurt you or do something that is um, you may be received as unkind doesn't mean it doesn't impact you that way. So it's it's a two two way street, right? It is recognizing that sometimes we impact others in ways that that we didn't recognize. Um, and um, knowing that, that that happens, that people do that, that also factors into the idea that we need to be willing to forgive and, again, to love um, unconditionally and allowing people to move forward despite the mistakes that they, that they may have made. And, and that's the process. You know, I'm touching on it very lightly, but that's the whole month-long declaration, <laughs> year-long talking about forgiveness. We know this. Um, another important aspect that is involved in friendship 
and cultivating a culture of friendship and love through love is that um, generosity, which is also fruit of the spirit, right? Um, being generous with time, your resources, and your emotional support. And um, unconditional love, again, is generous and selfless and giving of oneself without expecting anything returned in, in, in that in that in that aspect of selflessness. You don't, I'm not doing this because I expect you to give something back to me. I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart because I'm called to be a servant because um, I'm doing this out of love, right? Um, and that's what good friends do. And they're, they're, they're generous about, about doing those kind of things. You know, kindness is another important area that we should be mindful of as we go throughout our day. What does it look like to be kind? And that being a good friend means demonstrating kindness in our, our actions and our words. Yeah, and and hmm. being mindful of other people in ways that we can we can be kind. I have a um a, a good friend um who has challenged us to um have a kindness Friday where we're just doing random acts of kindness for people um, throughout the, the month, just because, right? And just think about how um, one simple act could just change somebody's day, just taking the time. It doesn't cost you anything to be kind, and that's something that I often tell my children. It costs you nothing to be kind to people, to say a kind word or to give a kind gesture or even a smile to someone. Um, that's part of what being a good friend is. And you can be a good friend even to somebody who's a stranger when you think about it in that concept. And, and truthfully, that is the the aspect of loving our neighbors um, as ourselves that is the big challenge, right? It's, it's easy to love somebody who you know and you're familiar with who you like, quote unquote, right? Um, but it's very different for someone who you don't know, who's a stranger, who you might be considered other in that they're different from you because maybe they think differently or, um, you know, they have different, whether it's customs or sports teams, whatever it may be, right? Because um, we seem to be in this day more isolated socially in many ways than we have been before in, in, in other times. But Nevertheless, we are called to love our neighbors as ourselves. So how do we learn to then be a good friend and, and to those that we don't know? And just demonstrating kindness is one way to do it, just because, just because, not because you're looking for anything in return, but because this is what it is that we are called to do, to show love through acts of kindness um, and compassion towards others. And to be able to do it regardless of the circumstance. Um, we talked about not judging people, having a non-judgmental attitude. Again, we're talking about cultivating a culture of love and, and friendship and what that looks like. And being a good friend is non-judgmental and accepting, I think, um, as I've mentioned already. But when we can refrain from passing judgment, and it's not easy because <laughs> oftentimes our default is to look at other people and, and to judge them, but it really is, it's a good practice to um, refrain from passing judgment on other people because oftentimes not 
probably, yeah, in most situations, you don't know all the circumstances that led somebody to get to the point where they are. Whether it could be something as simple as somebody cutting you off in, 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 the, in, in, in the car and, you know, getting in front of you and not putting it, whatever it might be in driving, you know, and, you know, we're quick to, uh, well, what's wrong with this person, blah, 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 but not thinking about the fact that we, we don't know what's going on with that person. For all we know, they could have just lost somebody that they love, and maybe they weren't paying attention, right? But there could be a good reason why they're not paying attention. You just never know what led somebody to be in the situation they're in. So the more that we can refrain from judging people for um, the actions that they do, um, that we don't really, when we don't really know the circumstances surrounding them and that we can respond with love and, and kindness and, instead, it it just creates a more um, loving atmosphere and the space for love to be returned. Because often, as you notice, you if you ever try try it, then my, my mom, this is something my mom would, would say to me, you know, she might go into a store and she was shopping and she might be confronted by a a um, customer service rep, maybe the cashier, who had a really bad attitude, right? Um, and she could easily return the attitude, like, you know, well, what's wrong with her? And, you know, and be just as ugly as that person is. But instead, what she would do is greet them with a smile, ask them about their day, make a point to use the person's name when she's talking to them. And inevitably, by the end of the transaction, it was more a trans less transactional and more transformational because by the end of it, she would have that person smiling and engaged in conversation and take them away from a space of negativity that they were in for whatever reason, right? No no, no excuse for it, but for whatever reason they were where they are, um, just because of her output of understanding love and kindness she was able to flip the situation and, 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 and hopefully, prayerfully, that created a ripple effect for that person to then go through the rest of their day with a different attitude and with a better attitude. The point being is that the way, the choices that we make and how we choose to interact with people, of course, um, impact others and, and it, it, it matters. It makes a difference. Um, which brings me to one of the last things as I get ready to wrap up and talk about is is patience, right? Um, being a good friend requires patience and understanding and supporting others. I think probably the greatest lessons that I have learned in patience has been in raising young children because they will test your patience for sure. Or I'd say mine has been. And I pray to be better in, in the areas of patience so that as I am trying to steward these gifts and teach them about what it looks like to be loving, to be kind, to be a good friend, as I know that they're already navigating friendships. Side note, I was so done and amazed that when in third grade, my daughter was already dealing with friendship issues. And I was like, but wait. I had at least until middle school, and I'm hearing from so many parents, no, no, it starts early. Um, but it's given me an opportunity to talk about what does it mean to be a good friend, and what does that look like, and have conversations about it's a process. 
then we have to learn. And not everybody knows how to be a good friend. So you have to be, you know, forgiving of that. And it's important to have good communication and all of these aspects that I have talked about. And so in learning to be more patient with my children, I have had to, it's given me the opportunity to reflect on what do these things mean? Um, and how do I walk them out for real? Um, and the qualities of being a good friend, you know, are so closely aligned with the attributes that are necessary to love others unconditionally, to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, they both have such a deep understand, uh, deep uh, involved, deep understanding, um, acceptance, and support for people right where they are. Hey, because everybody is not where you are. Everybody's not as evolved as you are on, necessarily on the same page. We're all on our own journey. Um, so when we can foster genuine connections and meaningful relationships with one another, as we are called to be helpers one to another, then we can be supportive in, in this journey as we seek to create a more um, loving world by being more loving ourselves, as we seek to create a world of healthier relationships by examining our own relationships and learning what it looks like to have healthy relationships. We can, you know, cultivate a culture of love through friendship, right? Friendship as a pathway to, um, love as a pathway to friendship and friendship as a pathway to love. Um, it requires us to be intentional in our efforts, right? To have open communication, um, so we can talk about things that may not be working well or things that are working well to model that. Um, it takes a commitment to creating supportive and an uplifting um, environment. And when we as friends actively practice love, it creates a beautiful ripple effect that goes beyond not just our immediate circle of friends, which is a beautiful thing, but it also helps to contribute to a more compassionate and a loving community, which is ultimately what we're seeking, right? A better world where we can love one another, where we can be in relationships that are healthy. Um, and when we look outside, it's easy to get discouraged, but we know that we don't focus on the natural because we know um, that our God is bigger than, stronger than, and more powerful than anything we see out here. So we have to be mindful, not be tricked by, and, and that doesn't mean that we're naive or keep our head in the sand, right? We know that we have work to do. We have work to do, which is why, again, I think I, I started out early on by saying that um, we have a duty to be better friends. And, and, I, and I'll circle that back and end with that. We have a duty to be better friends because in being better friends, we help to cultivate healthy relationships that help us to create a better world. Um, and friendship is, is, is a pathway to loving others, loving others well, um, and leaving a better, a better world for our children and grandchildren. And so with that, I will will close and say um, thank you, God, for this opportunity here to uh, come and speak before your people. I pray 
if something I said um, touched you and encouraged you to think about um, your own walk and growth and being a better friend and some things that maybe you can focus on to 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 grow intentionally um, in friendship and in walking out um, our greatest commandment uh, of what we are are called to do. So with that, I will close and I will say um, that we can open the call up to second greetings. And if there's anyone who joined the call a little late or just wants to give a shout out um, and say good morning, I want to welcome you to do this. And as with all things, um, there is an order uh, for the culture of this call. We we yield the floor first to the men who are on the call and available to speak. So if there are any men on the call, we will ask you to speak first. Our second um, order for greeting would be anyone who is new on the call, who maybe has been on the call for a while and not said hello, or this is your first time calling in, we would love to to welcome you to the call. And then third would be, um, you know, our regular day. Oh, yeah, see, everybody just chime in and say. So first, men, opening the call up. If there are any men on the call who would like to say good morning, who did not have an opportunity to speak, I would like to invite you to do so. Any men available to speak? Going once? Going twice? All right. Ladies, I mean, any new callers? Excuse me, any new callers? First-time callers? Anyone first time on the line or maybe you've been on the line for a while and you haven't let, yet um, lent your sound to the call? We would like to welcome you to say good morning. Anyone new? Hi, this is uh, Moxie Mona's daughter, uh, Mia. This is my second time on the call. So I'm, I'm rather Hi. new. This is my second time. And I'm Hi, loving Mia. it so far. Hi, you guys. Wonderful. Hi, Mia, Moxie's girl. Good to hear your voice. Thank you for joining us. We welcome Thank you. Thank you. And um, look forward to having you. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, having you come back. Anyone else want to say good morning? Anyone else new? If not, open the call to anyone who would just like to say good morning before we go into Love, Life, and Victory. It is the top of the hour. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Natasha. This good is persistent. Good morning, Tosh. Great job. Good morning. Thank you. So happy to hear your voice this morning. Oh, thank you. Good morning, Tosh. This is Joyful. Hi, Joyful. Good morning. Great declaration. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good Great morning, Juanita. Thank you, ma'am. Good morning. Good to hear you. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Jubilant. That was a great decoration this morning. Hey, Juju. Good to hear you. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. It's Krishanda. Great decoration. Hey. 
Thank awesome you. job. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, sound good. Good morning, Swiss. Outstanding job. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? If not, we can roll into love, life, and victory. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Hold on, hold on, uh-uh. hold on. Sis. Wait, wait. Who who that? Who that? <laughs> who you know who it is? Sis. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, what you gonna say? Thank you for being a friend. Oh my God. That whole sound, your whole sound was so different. But I've heard you. You have to be a friend to me. So I get every scripture you wrote. I get the tone you gave it in. And I so love you. Thank you, Taj. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate you, too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. That's real talk. Yes. Thank you. Anybody want? to, was there anything that stood out, anything that you think, like as you think about um, personally, because I'm all about, let me, I'll say I personally am just, you know, I so love Declare Victory and um, the space that it has given me and how it has taught me about self-reflection and having a place where I could do it just authentically and just be um, who I am in my most vulnerable and broken um, spaces and yet um, look back and see growth. And so um, as I thought about, again, like mm, friendship and what it means to be a friend and what are some areas and being intentional about what we can work on, I would ask you guys as you're listening, what are what are some areas that you think, thought about that made you think, you know what, I could probably work on that. I could, I could grow in that area. <laughs> I could be a little bit better there. Was there anything or um, was there something else that anything else that maybe stood out or you thought about that you want to comment on? I'd like to chime in. Please. Krishanda. Again, great declaration. Um, I, too, agree that, um, like you said, um, Declare Victory is such a supportive place for you to grow and share your vulnerability and your broken places. Um, which is so beautiful, right, to have safe places, especially where the world is today. So much is going on around us. And just to have that safe place that um, folks have created here, our leader, Dion, and all the leaders on the call. Um, Also, it's a place uh, to really be celebrated, um, to celebrate, um, you know, coming from those broken places and to flower like we get to see you just flowering and blossoming now and just to celebrate um, each other um, with true authenticity. So thank you for all your share, your points. Um, I took lots of notes and just thank you for being a friend. God bless you. Thank you. I appreciate you. You know I do so much. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. Friends, how many of us have them? You know, it's Didi. I got to come from the, from the, from the hip-hop hey. world. <laughs> yeah. I, too, love you, Natasha. Thank you for when you check on me. It makes a difference. And one thing, you well, you said a lot, but 
when you were talking about your babies and, you know, you thought you had to middle school <laughs> for the friendship issues. No, 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 no. And let me tell mm-hmm. you, I just learned and going on five years working with preschoolers, they're from 18 months to five. And even in that age group, they have days when like today's Monday. So as they're coming in, they're going to be grumpy. They're going to have people they were friends with on Friday that they didn't want to play with. And so I've even had mm-hmm. them come and say, Miss Coco, like Bri- Brianna don't want to play with me today. So it starts young, you know what I mean? And to really understand mm-hmm. how it is. So I appreciate you. And for me, I'm learning that friendship word. It really is bigger than what we even, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's mm-hmm. really not your friend because you have to know what a friend is. Right. And you also have to learn the healing part of relationships. I'm so grateful that at 56, I'm learning the difference between hurt and anger, if that makes sense. So when because a Mm -hmm. lot of friendships come and go, a lot of friendships that even for me, I've had people that I knew were my lifelong friends and they've dissipated. And I don't even know why. I really don't, but I know God does, mm-hmm. and God's plan is what it is. And so when we do the work and we understand that we are all equipped and built different and wired different, and so we're going to go through different seasons. But if we stay true to who we are and let God just be God in all of that and, like, you know, dealing with people and paying paying it forward and just being kind, I had a good opportunity this weekend with my brother and my sister from my mom to ask them, what kind of sister have I been? I always thought I was the mean mm. one because I'm the cutoff, as my brother Ricky called me. They're like, no, no, you just love hard, so you take things on differently from we than what we've done. Because they can go on about their business, but I'm still, you know, falling down a wall. And No, 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 but I'm learning. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. And just you just let be light. But I'm that, that's who I am. My heart is like that, but I'm learning how to, you know what I mean? Just let it, let, let God be God in every situation. So these friendships are really meaningful and purposeful. And I love you. And thank you so much, Tosh, for just pouring into the Claire Victor. And take care of them Aww. babies now. Let's see Didi got Thank us. you. <laughs> I appreciate you, Didi. I appreciate you. You are, Didi, you always, um, hearing you on the call, especially in, in the early one, in when I, er, initially joined the call, yours was one of the first voices that um, really stood out to me and I that I connected with even before I had a chance to get to know you. And it was pretty much guaranteed whenever you spoke, you were going to, there was something you were going to say that was going to make me smile, put a smile on my heart about something and make me think. Like you made me check myself a few times on some things too. So I love you <laughs> and I love you and I appreciate your friendship. Good morning. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Thank you so much. That's on time uh, for me. Um, Through this call, as you mentioned earlier, it has taught me by listening um, to everyone that brought something to the table as far as their declarations and their testimonies on how to be a better friend. I could say at 59 years old now, I'm a good, a great friend. At once upon a time, I wasn't always like that because I talked too much. I was the one that wanted to overtalk you and, um, you know, um, and give you my opinion of what I think you should do. And I'm being very transparent because I just mm-hmm. lost a friend last week. She committed suicide, I found out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Alexa, be quiet. Alexa, stop. Um, we, I, had re- I was reconnected. We've been friends for over 10 years. I met her in an organization that I was affiliated with out here, and we... She's from New York City, and we just clicked. 
we lost touch during COVID, and I just so happened to see that she was doing an event in the Bay Area, especially when I think it was uh, about maybe six months ago. And I said, you know what, I've been calling her, can't get a hold of her. I think she changed her number, so I went to the event. And when I showed up, she lit up. She was like, oh, my God, you came? I said, yeah, I came to support you. I said, I haven't seen you in a while. And we just connected back to where we were, being available, listening. Um, I know she had been going through so much. Um, just, you know, I call. I am the type of friend now where I call. I'm a morning person, so I call my friends at least five people or six people in the morning. Good morning. I'm just checking in. How you doing? I need to hear your sound. When you don't respond back to me, I'll give you time. And then I'm like, are you okay? You know, and we were planning on going to an event last Saturday. And I had a dream, and I'm not going to take too much time, about two weeks ago that had that was actually in correlation. I didn't know uh, because I'm so close to people and I feel, their, feel what they're going through. And my dream was in correlation with her dying last week, and I didn't know that. I didn't put two and two together until I think I talked to Dion maybe two days ago. But anyway, I called her that Friday and we talked and I was the last person besides her son who spoke to her. And I heard something in her voice and I'm like, Chantel, I'll come to your house. Like right now, she's like, no, I can't talk. And she hung up. Saturday, we were supposed to go to an event. I didn't hear from her. I texted her. I called her all week. I'm like, some phone going straight to voicemail. It's not like her. So I reached out. And I, uh, I saw a post that her boyfriend had made on social media, and I know he had just lost a few family members. And I thought that the post that he was making was about his cousin that he just lost. Thank you for the calls, and thank you for reaching out to me. And then when I inboxed him, I said, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm, you know, I'm wishing you and Chantel, I'm praying for you. And he texted me back and said, no, Chantel took her life two days ago, Tracy. And so I had to process that feeling yesterday. And I thought about how I was there. She was like, I don't have anything to wear to the gala. And I'm like, girl, I got 25 dresses from a size 2 to a 22 in my closet. I'll find you something to wear. I'm there for you. What do you need? Uh, how can I help? What do you need for your kids? Like, I put myself out there as a friend because I had no agenda and nothing in return. It was just out of pure love. And it's just a little painful this morning. But, you know, God is good. Mm-hmm. and I'm for the topic yeah. because being a true friend is like Dee Dee said, being being a friend when you need something if you are in a situation honey I got an extra I don't have a one bedroom but I could sleep on the couch and put you and your kids in my bedroom to sleep even if it's for a short period of time if you need to get somewhere I'm the one that you can call I'll take you you know why because somebody did the same thing for me and I'm just uh thank you mm-hmm. thankful for all and I just wanted to say I love you guys and thank you for letting me share. Oh, we love you too. We love you too. And um so sorry for your loss and um God bless you for just being a good friend. And, you know, it's um that's such a heavy that's such a heavy thing to deal with when um someone feels so so hopeless, right? But it 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 definitely reminds us of the importance of extending ourselves because you never know what somebody else is going through. And even like in your case where you extend yourself to to be a good friend and reach out, sometimes the hurt is so deep for people um, and they don't necessarily have, aren't in a position to um, to reach out to get the help that they need or for whatever reason. But 
I guess my thing is I'm for you. Um, I hope you can find, you know, peace in having extended yourself to be a good a good friend to her. So God bless you for that. Yeah. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Would anyone else like to share? Good morning. This is Juanita. Um, first of all, thank um, thank you for sharing that, Tracy. And um, I'm sending my condolences to you. Um, sorry for your losses. My grandson just went through that similar thing with, he's only 16 years old. And one of his friends, I don't know if she's 15 or 16. Um, you know, she committed suicide last week. And um, he, he's really, you know, he's, he knows God and he's been really trying to get all the friends together. And um, they were supposed to have a prayer visual last night, yesterday, and they canceled it, but he continued it. He said, I don't know if it was her family that was having it, but then he and, and the friends from the school, they still continue to um, have it and had balloons and things of that nature. He just pick it up on himself to do it himself and um, go get everything um, that they needed for his friends. And they met up in the park and they um, prayed and, um, you know, just cried together. And I just know that, you know, um, I'm I'm blessed as well just to have a group of friends and, and real close relationships. Um, even though you don't, you may not have to talk to them every day. And that doesn't mean that you're still not friends, but um, I have, you know, have friends from 30, 40 years, you know, and that we're still in connection with each other. And I just, I'm blessed and I, I'm, I great, I thank God for the friendships that I've had that he is, I feel like they were divine connections that God placed in my life. So, um, just thank you for your share this morning, and God bless everyone on the call. God bless you, Swanita, and thank you. Um, I love that. Yeah, friendships indeed are divine connections. So you know that um, we were created to be in relationship with, with one another. So when we have an opportunity um, to have a friend and a, a friendship on a, a deep level in, in the kind I love you know, when you can be friends with someone, and even if you haven't talked in a few years, I mean, you know you got a good friend where you can just pick up right where you left off, um, no matter what, right? That you don't necessarily have to talk every day, but you still have a relationship and a bond. You have that divine connection um, that, um, you know, keeps you bonded toward one another. And so God is 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 so beautiful and loving in, in giving us people in our lives that we can be friends with, which I think is why it um, makes it so important for us to examine how we show up in that relationship and that we are intentional about um, honoring the the friendships that God has connected us uh, in, in our lives. Thank you again, Anita, for sharing. Would anyone else like to share a comment? Um, hey, Todd. Good morning. Good morning. Good 
Christina Joy. So How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I like how you gave us um, the action item of becoming better friends. So I'm going to sit with that and see where I can improve. And again, thank you. It was just a beautiful show. Love you. Love you too. Thank you. Yeah. It's a journey. I, I, I really, when Phil said on Friday and talked about like how we all have areas that we can grow in, um, it just reminded me no matter, you know, there's always something you can improve. And so um, why not look at how to be a better friend? Because we all can be better friends in some ways. And that's a good thing. It, it not only does it um, enrich the lives of people around us, but, you know, we benefit from from being being better friends and being a good friend. So and thank you for being a beautiful friend. Joy, joy. <laughs> Anyone else want to share? Yeah, Natasha, good morning again. It's uh, persistent. Good morning. Um, <laughs> good morning. There, you, you served a, a very full course as far as um, just taking a, a a look, a good thorough look at friendship. But is this your first declaration? No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I missed the first one. Your third? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! I missed both of them. Okay, <laughs> it's been a while. They're few and far between. They're they're kind of spaced out a bit. <laughs> Go very ahead. good, though. Just very good. And I just want to say, for me, what stood out was everything really, but what really stood out was judgment, because mm-hmm. um, we tend to do that, mm-hmm. um, and people do it to us, and mm-hmm. we sense it and feel it. And, you know, now that I have, as you say, like, Declare Victory has helped me on so many levels. But, um, you know, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, you know, daughter, that's not for you. That's too much. You can't do that. You know, um, so I check myself now. I'm not saying it don't happen because it's a habit that you have to, you know, um, constantly. just be aware of and and be present of your thoughts or what's coming at you. It may not be mm-hmm. your thought, but just realize it's not what God wants you to even spend time on or be a part of. It's just not your role. You have nothing. You have so much more to concentrate on and not that. And And trade that in. You know, that's that trading those ashes for his beauty and his understanding of how we are to process at that moment in time. So I thank you for that because it's so true. We don't know what someone else is going through. We don't know how they got there. That's not what we're called for, to understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, And oftentimes, you know, people may not know how they got there. Um, So it, it, I appreciate you bringing that clarity on that. And I also appreciate all the scriptures that you had too. And that was very good. You you seem like such a natural because you're you're a good conversationist and you're a good talker and you you um, you're you're very sound in your words. So I like that. That was it was really good, sis. Really good. And not to mention your demeanor. You know your demeanor is pleasant. 
um, it's not authoritative. It's just, you know, it's just pleasant. Very nice. Very lovely. <laughs> Thanks Thank again. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I I appreciate. It. Thank you. Yeah. Um. You made me when you were talking. I thought about mm, the importance of being self-aware. And um, I don't know if they. Well, I guess that this is something more that's being um, taught in school when you think about from emotional intelligence um, aspect, but just. Um, a lot of us are not self-aware, you know, we're kind of walking around here in the culture, the world, just doing what the world tells us to do and not really paying attention to who God has called us to be, right? What God is calling us to do. And from a standpoint of the importance of just taking time to be quiet and listen. So kudos to you for being mindful of what God is saying to you. And, you know, as those thoughts come in our head, as they will, and they're coming from so many, there's so much coming at us, so much information being thrown at us. It reminds me of just the importance of taking those thoughts captive and to the knowledge of what um, Christ has said to us. Yeah, and just reflecting on being more self-aware about how we show up and how we treat others. And I think um, uh, Didi said something that made me think about um, earlier about being true to who we are and sometimes being in relationships with um, other people or maybe relationships that um, people who aren't necessarily our friends. But I'm, I was reminded of um, First Thessalonians, uh, uh, one of the scriptures I have my children. We do one of their first memory verses was um, um, never pay back wrong for wrong, but always do what is right for each other and for everyone else. And um, that was such a poignant scripture. Well, one, I, I think it, one of the reasons it came about is because I got tired of them arguing <laughs> with each other and going back and forth. And I was like, wait a minute, this is something I need you all to think about. And it was a good one to pull out when they wanted to squabble. Um, how are you treating how are you treating other people with the bigger point being you don't let other people change you. So just because someone does something to you that may be unkind, that's not what you return. You you treat people the way you want to be treated and you tr- do so in love and in and, and in kindness. Um but that also takes the level of being self aware to to make those decisions too. So anyway, um Anybody else want to share? Thank you, Persistent. I appreciate you. I want to chime in. I was driving, so I was in and out. Um, but, but I want to comment as I something you shared about your daughter, I think, but your third grader and having challenges with friendship at that grade. Uh, that's a that's a level of friendship or an aspect where mentoring is a part of friendship that we don't become a friend without. Um, needing to perfect that. So it's a role that you don't just get it, and once you're that, you just remain that. But having somebody else from the outside, even talking to you about how you are befriending others and being um, having humility to receive that for so your child, even children, not that they, that they shouldn't have those things, but as there are, we have friends in our lives and people that might 
do an audit of our friendships or the way that we treat people that we call friends and say, you know, that's not how you should treat them. So I appreciate that. And you're sharing that, that it can apply to us as adults, in addition to children, um, to take a look at when you're not being a good friend or was that the, was that the best way to be a friend in that moment? And if we're open to grow as we should through learning, then we can evolve and be a better friend. So thank you for the share. I look forward to the replay. Um, and for us all being better friends to one another. Thank you, Tosh. Great job. Thank you, Joyful. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. That was good, how you befriend people. That Yeah. Definitely, um, and through the process of of, of watching our children um, in their in their for navigating um, what can be a minefield in, in friendships, that is the importance of being a good friend. There's a scripture. Okay, um, I don't I don't know it offhand. If somebody can look it up, that talks about showing yourself a friend to be. Um, I think there's one that talks about you know to. Um, if you have a friend, you must show yourself a friend. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I think somebody was about to say the scripture. I didn't hear it. What was it? It's Proverbs okay. eighteen twenty four. Proverbs eighteen twenty four. Okay. Thank you, Joyce. I was trying to go off mute. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, it is almost 30 minutes after the hour, and if no one else, is there anybody else that wants to chime in before we release you for today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so Proverbs eighteen twenty four. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks close to them. Mm-hmm. All right, good people. Well, I will not prolong this. It has been um wonderful opportunity to be before you. I thank you for everybody who chimed in on Love, Life and Victory. And again, um I think Joyful um, said as one of the last things she said that talked about is you know we can all look at being becoming a, a better friend and applies not only for our children but ourselves as adults and, and how we do that is a is a beautiful thing just the process and the journey is is wonderful and lovely and so I am grateful to be able to be on this journey with so many of you and I just declare Victory Family. Um, so I will close us in prayer and say, Father God, we just thank you for um, the opportunity to come together again on, on this day. Um, we ask all forgiveness for any of our, our trespasses and those who, who we may have trespassed against. And we just thank you, God, for uh, searching our hearts, Lord God, and anything that is not pleasing to you, Lord, that you would um 
cast it away into the sea of forgetfulness. Lord, we just thank you for your grace and your mercies that they are new every day. We ask you to draw close to you those who are brokenhearted or grieving um, in this time, particularly as we uh, in the holiday, uh, traditional holiday season, God, that um, that you would um, bind up and heal um, those who are hurting, Lord God, and that you would just give us um, more compassion in our hearts and, and kindness to actively seek to be better friends um, to one another and to just spread the love that you so unconditionally and so lavishly um, grant to us that we would learn to walk in that on a daily basis throughout our day um, and share that with those that we we come in contact with. We thank you for precious son Jesus who died on the cross for sins and we are ever so grateful and so mindful of the sacrifice we made. And we are encouraged, Lord, as we um, seek to just be more perfect in in that love, God, um, that you continue to to shower upon us, Lord. Precious and mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Um, amen. So I encourage you all to walk in love, walk in kindness, um, and be the light that you want to see in the world. Love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Great start to your week. Thank you so much. Thank you. 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 Thank you.